Live from Cool Boys Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, <laughs> we are just cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. <laughs> this is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. Greetings. Cool boy, Bat Nation, and I don't want to do this. <laughs> I'm like all pissy. <laughs> you don't want to do this episode? Do you want to not? Do you want to wait? <laughs> I'm all pissy. I'm sorry. I'm such a bitch. <laughs> do you want to like wait and record later? Uh, I no, fuck that. No, fuck that. I got places to go, people to see. I don't want to do with that shit. Oh my god. Uh, places to go, just... people to see. You should be, like, not doing much. Oh, yeah, that's what they want. That's what they want you to do, Steve. They want you to not be doing much. Stay in your... I'm fucking hearing ads now that are just, like, use different hand towels from other people in your house. Make sure to not sleep in the same bed as your wife. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Who says that? Oh, dude, it's like ads I hear on Spotify. (laughs) I haven't heard that one. Not to sleep in the same bed. Yeah, or I don't know, something like that. I don't. Well, I'm not even sleeping in the same house with my wife anymore, so it doesn't fucking matter to me. But like, it's just this idea that like, it's just the idea that like, you know, it's like it's like the government wants you to be afraid of your own family now, like inside the walls. <laughs> They're like, uh, careful, they might have COVID inside your walls. Like, there's literally an ad on Spotify that's like, "Hi, Dad, I think I have COVID. Oh, honey, I don't know what I should do. It's okay. I'll just wipe down the area where I use when I wash my hands." And it's like, what the fuck is going on let's get it straight if you have covid your dad's got covid too okay because that shit is airborne <laughs> and we all know it we all know it now what is going okay. on you are oscillating between being a truther on coronavirus and being a denier uh by the way just so you know sometimes you're saying it's not real other times what? coronavirus now you're saying we all know it's real, but it's airborne. Well, I think it's okay. But first of all, I, so it's important to learn. I think it's need... important to learn from your mistakes. And and the reality is, I went to San Antonio, uh-huh. and beforehand, I was all like, "It's not a big." You were deal. like, "Let's piss in my mouth." I'm just. Gonna I don't piss. give a shit. I'm just gonna piss. But when I got there and I started hanging out with fans, and like seeing everybody. And I started getting scared. I started looking at all these fucking people. I'm like, you're probably poor and sick. San Antonio? When were you in San Antonio? To crush pussy, Steve. Wow. <laughs> That's your response. Wow. I didn't know I didn't know San Antonio. Is that are they known for that? Oh, dude. Some of the best medical pussy you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> medical? What is that? None of your mean? business, Steve. Exactly. It's none of your damn business. Okay. All right. Yeah, fine, HIPAA. HIPAA. I shouldn't ask about your medical pussy. All right, anyways, let's let's go over over the edge. Greetings, cool boy, Bat Nation, and welcome to an over the edge installment of Batman Ooh. and Beyond, an over the edge podcast. I'm Bad Guy Ballard. Who's the bad guy this episode? Wait, I forget. Hang on. I'm Roxy Rocket. No, uh, it's Scarecrow that I guess is the bad guy, or it's just I'm, like, or, it's or it's Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, I'm I'm Scarecrow Ballard. Yay! And I'm Nightwing Steve. He's actually in this episode. 
Oh yeah! Uh, so cool. Tonight's episode is over. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's episode is over the edge. I, I said it quick. <laughs> it doesn't sound good. <laughs> it did it. What no. a poor read. Yeah, tonight's episode is Over the Edge, directed by <laughs> Yuchiro Yano, and written by Paul Dano. Um, this episode no, aired on Dano. May 20... Paul what? Dano. You said Paul Dano. Who the fuck's Paul Dano? I think I've said that before. You said Paul Dano. Uh, that might be an actor, like, uh, that's close. Yes, 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 <laughs> there would be Blood Kid, Yes. <laughs> Oh, he's the Riddler! He plays the Riddler in the new Batman movie, if we ever get it! <laughs> Except Robert Pattinson has COVID! Uh, Alright. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So crazy, so cool. Okay, so Paul Denny. Excuse Paul me, not Denny. Paul Dano. I, I fucked that up before. I totally remember doing that. I can't remember what episode it was, but I said that before. Uh, Paul Denny. And this episode was released, or excuse me, and this episode was aired, and this episode aired on May 23rd. 1998, and this week's villains are Scarecrow and Commissioner James Gordon. You don't want to piss him off, like fuck. Or I guess yeah, you don't want don't... to piss off the fever dream of uh, Batgirl's version of Commissioner Gordon. Spoiler alert, because even Wikipedia doesn't spoil this. Wikipedia well, says, during a fight with Scarecrow, Batgirl's ambushed on a rooftop and falls to her death. Having watched his daughter's demise, Jim Gordon blames Batman for her fate and vows revenge, recruiting Bane in the process. No information there about a dream. That'd be like if you were reading through that, I'd be like, what? Batgirl dies? Commissioner Gordon's going crazy? What the fuck? I would be like, that's a like major spoiler episode. alert. Yeah, that's a major spoiler alert for that episode that they just wrote in there. I guess that's <laughs> kind of the trick that for that one. So normally Wikipedia has no problems actually spoiling the episode because it's an actual summary of the episode. But this one, they kind of are like, hold it back a bit. Don't <laughs> give them everything. Something really important to note. Wikipedia does not have this note. There's no absent note. Usually they'll give us an absent. Robin, Nightwing, whoever the fuck. Batgirl. Usually Batgirl's in an episode. What's interesting about this episode is that this is the family again together, again, but not together on screen. They're not ever sharing the same screen together. Uh, when Batman and Robin and Nightwing are together, Barbara's already dead, unfortunately. Uh -huh. And you never get them on screen together. You never have all four Bat family members together fighting in one giant Avengers Assemble moment against some Chitauri army. Um, the obvious connection here is this episode is incredibly similar to season one, episode 30, uh, Perchance to Dream in the first series, Batman the Animated Series. Um, this episode is almost identical, yeah. except Perchance to Dream is the Mad Hatter has Batman fucked on a dream forever, while this one, Barbara's just in a coma. There's also been a Scarecrow episode where Batman was uh, having like a fever dream, I thought. The... Which one? Um... What else happened in it? Does it, like, where he doesn't, uh, uh, let me, I forget exactly. I thought that he, like, um. There's, like, only four Scarecrow episodes. So let me I look think. them up. Not, there's not very many. 
I think that when he had what were we just talking about? <laughs> the the fever dreams. Oh, so perchance the dream is the Mad Hatter. When and this is um, the Scarecrow one. When Batman gets like the first time they introduce Batman and he has the fever dream of his parents telling him that he that he's uh, a loser that he right all that stuff. But that's not that may have been in nothing to fear. But um yes, but that's still not a an entire episode under the guise of a real episode. Oh a, yeah, ha- that's happening and all everything the stakes are real. Um and then you find out at the end, oh, it's actually not real. That was Perchance the Dream, which was a Mad Hatter episode. There was a Scarecrow episode called Dreams in Darkness, but that was the episode where there were several fever dreams in that, but it was not like the whole episode took place in one dream sequence like this episode does. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're thinking of when Batman gets committed? I think so. To Arkham? Where it's all like you don't know what's going on, and then it ends up mm-hmm. being... You don't know why he's really there. But this episode starts off also, you don't know why everything's fucking happening. You have Batman and Robin running and explosions and Gordon's chasing them. It's a very intense start. So the very first thing you get in this episode is essentially just some check marks, right? The Robin suit, the original first Robin suit, Dick Grayson suit, destroyed. It's a lot of callbacks or just like a lot of Easter eggs in this one. Well, that's also a reference to Sins of the Father. When Robin Tim Drake goes into the Batcave as Tim Drake, he sees a Robin suit in a container, uh-huh. right? And this episode, we see the Dick Grayson Robin suit in a container, and apparently Tim puts on the other Robin suit, which I, you know, I guess theorized at the time was possibly Jason Todd's, which is now likely to be the case. Did his costume seem a little off? Yeah, it had the Burt Ward underwear and no legs, no leggings, like Dick Grayson in the series had. But then Batmobile is destroyed, right? It's blown up by a rocket launcher, an RPG, as they're running after it. They are bazooka friendly, like, you know, heavy in this uh, tracking down. And they are not, like, they're shooting to kill. Well, yeah, I mean, Gordon takes fucking SWAT after Batman. Well, that's also something that's interesting. Gordon goes after Batman at, after Batman in the Batcave. He knows it's Bruce Wayne. We will find out later how yeah, he very, kind of deduces cool. this information. But he pretty much is looking down the barrel of a gun at Batman, and he goes, essentially, Wayne. Bruce. He says, Wayne. Yeah. And you're like, oh, fuck, he actually knows who this guy is. So there's no more secret identities. And then, as he's about to take the shot on Batman... Alfred attacks Gordon. He saves And then him. Alfred is finally arrested for all the crimes he's committed, which is actually great. It's actually a great <laughs> fucking moment. And then Batman and Robin escape into the Batboat. Do you think that do you think Barbara had some files like on her computer about Alfred? Oh, for sure. Not only that, but when they, you know, raided Wayne Manor and then eventually went through all Wayne Manor and went through the back computer itself, I'm sure they found lots of horrible videotapes recorded by Alfred. Oh my god, don't even go there. He's a, he's a monster. He's a disgusting monster. You are. Pettyworth, Alfred Pettyworth. No. He's a horrible, horrible monster, and Gordon's got him, and he's arrested. So what's interesting about this... Is that he's out of the streets, Steve? He's off the streets. Yeah. So, so this is a fever dream, of of right. Batgirls. No, it's not a fever dies. dream. It's a comatose dream. Comatose dream, where she's dead in her own dream, and she's just watching yes. this like a TV episode. Right. She's watching the events of the, her world. Have you ever out had a dream if, like that? 
No, dude. I've never had a dream where I was in no way involved in the dream. <laughs> it's weird. I, uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird. the only part of this that makes it hard for me to give it the rating I gave it at the end because it's it's the thing that's like, that's a big step you took, but I'm okay with it in the end. Yeah, because, because it's, it's a fucking fun. cartoon, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, yeah. why does Nightwing have torpedoes that he can essentially, you know, blow a fucking police boat out of the fucking water? The only way they could explain it from the get-go is, like, it's either, like, Scarecrow, you know, this, this is someone's terror dream or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, fear dream or they're the Mad Hatter but uh, it was fun you know they were having and you could tell they were having fun with it I liked later on when they're talking about uh, suing Batman when they find out that he's Bruce Wayne and they bring back the Johnny Cochran attorney and- oh my god Jackie Childs the Johnny Cochran guy so yeah they bring back Jokers so Harley Quinn Mad Hatter the Riddler Ventriloquist and Scarface all rehire Joker's attorney uh, Johnny Cochran who says this time he said last time if a man's filled with glee you must go free uh, this time it was if the bat's on the spree Wayne must pay the fee <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff great I love that they did that I mean that's too they, they were that joke twice this year so I, know, I really wonder it. if they're going it's, for the hat trick when was the OJ Simpson trial early 90s early 90s because they were really yeah. like having that reference is kind of funny well it was popular then um, to have that reference because it was in stuff like Seinfeld we talked about that a little bit so the OSH Simpson trial was in 1995 mid 90s excuse me then so this is this is pretty much in the the zeitgeist I guess 98 yeah a few years later at if least they were, it takes a year to make it well, what we're watching now is the kind of flashback that Batman and Dick and, and Tim are having about Barbara's death. And you're seeing, like, you know, what was apparently the real moment, right, where, where Scarecrow is Gasses gassing her. her until the point where she gets pushed off, which she didn't in real life. But when they fridge Barbara and she falls onto Gordon's cop car. That is one hard death. I read that they were actually trying to have it be a head-on impact and that literally the censors were like that's fucking too violent you can't <laughs> that do is that too violent. i mean honestly her just impacting onto the cop the car as, is as violent as fuck yeah i love when she says dad and she's got the cowl on and she says dad and that's when he decides to take it off and he's like oh my god barbara like he so sad it's so emotional watching him watch his daughter die and realizing that she was back all this time you would fe- what what an idiot he would feel like i think it's more like just mad at batman that he didn't know like, he should have figured it out, his own daughter. He's like, why didn't you tell me, Batman? It's like, you should have known, you old man. I think he's also mad at Barbara probably in his own way, right, with the way you kind of you have grief, um, uh, like that, the wrath and grief. But uh, it is it is interesting because it's like it's, it's the whole crux of everything, right? This moment, this one moment where she dies in his arms is the whole reason she's having this coma dream. It's because she doesn't want to have the burden of the secret identity anymore. She doesn't want her dad to flip out. And, like, this well, is a big fear. Well, think about all the things you would miss out on. Like, think about all the things he missed out on, or at least in this dream, right? How, like, the idea of, like, like oh, my God, you're Batgirl, and I'm fucking Jim Gordon, and, like, we've communicated essentially so many times, or d- indirectly or directly, through Batman or with mm-hmm. Batman. Like, I mean, like, and, like, this whole time... I didn't know it was you. And then we find out, ultimately, you know, he does know. That, that's pretty cool. Yeah, at the end of the episode, he doesn't give a fuck. 
Well, he, it's he not that he doesn't give a fuck. He's like, you can't tell me. He's like, don't tell me. Cause if I, no, if it's not just me, that, but he's... He doesn't... He, okay, like, the idea of the, of her guilty conscience of this whole yeah, he's dream not, is... He's not... Is uh, that he does give a fuck, and he will freak out. And so she tells him, and he winks at her. He's like, don't worry about it. You don't have to say any more. I, don't, I already see, know. See, I, I feel... I disagree with the give a fuck. Like, that that sounds like a weird way... Like, he, like he's proud of her. The give a fuck is more like... If, like not, <laughs> no, he doesn't it. give a fuck. He's like, <laughs> he I don't give a fuck, fuck like, what He's like, do. whatever. No, he, Steve. I... Okay. I come from the streets, and for uh-huh. me, when I'm like, I don't give a fuck, it's like a, it's a term of endearment. But for you, because so. you're like all like book learned and all that shit, you're like, uh-huh. give a fuck. Excuse me, <laughs> that is improper. Like, it's not oh, improper. Like, give a fuck's it's a more like thing. it's give a fuck is like, like when you're saying he doesn't give a fuck. It's like he doesn't care about her. Dude, when my family was around the house and they'd ask me things, I'd be all the time I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to argue this point anymore. I just want to point out. Dad, will you make me dinner tonight? I don't give a fuck. I'm just pointing out how far off we are in life, I guess. I don't give a fuck. That's probably why your uh, wife left you. But anyways, I'm over on. the edge, Steve. <laughs> I'm over the edge, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, I I mean, I like that Gordon regrets not busting Batman in the end. He's like, I fucking should have busted him earlier, dude. Like, why did I not do this earlier? I had all this time beforehand. I could have done it. And then, and then what's fucked up is in the Nightwing ends up like being like, guys, I'll go out on my own. I'll go back to my apartment. They're not going to be looking for me. There's no reason they'll be looking for me. I'm just Dick Grayson, the ward of Bruce Wayne, the person that they're going to be looking for. <laughs> but don't worry. They're not going to look for me. He goes straight to his apartment, and they're like, busted. He goes to the rooftop. He gets gunned down by the helicopter. They kill him, and then it's an edit, and he's alive. He's just been <laughs> yeah, arrested. I don't know. That's what I wasn't sure. Like, Did they not shoot? Did they like shoot the... Hit the floor, the ground, like, the ground, and like we're gonna, we're, we're gonna kill you if you move one more step. Because they basically were like heavy arm battle stopped you. Because he he came yes. in hard. He he fucked all those people up in his loft. Yeah, that was that was so weird. And then it's just like he's been arrested. And he's all bruised up. It's like after a long gu- uh, firefight or gunfight, you're like, yeah, what the fuck happened? Jesus, I missed a really good action scene. <laughs> That's it looked bad. like he was gonna die. I thought that was also gonna be like another one. Like, and then they killed Nightwing. You're like, okay, now but this it was is so obviously stupid of Dick Grayson to be like, yeah, I'll go back to my apartment. They're not looking for me. <laughs> why, why? Why would they not be looking for you? You didn't know that they How knew have they his not connected loft. This? Is what I thought. I, like, I thought. I, I thought he was confident that his loft was his warehouse loft was like uh, maybe like you know the Batcave sort of thing. Right. Uh, yeah. It, it's definitely not. If they're inside, if cops are in the back cave with RPGs firing off rockets like crazy, <laughs> your loft in the city is not safe. They're shooting to kill. It's so crazy, like how quickly they would the poli- that she believes the police would turn on them. That that's like her fear is that the police would just be like suddenly, you know. Is, oh, we're is it kill crazy? Is it really betrayed. crazy, Steve, or is it just something that like certain communities have just known forever? <laughs> <laughs> Well, in this world, I'm saying that, like, Batman's helped them out for so long. He's stopped all these criminals and helped them out for them to just, like, turn on them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yes. He's helped all these criminals. He's helped them. They love him. They're so the police of Batman helping them. I think they are. You don't think they are? Gotham exposed in the, all those villain cameos, like we mentioned, Harley Quinn, Mad Hatter, uh, the Riddler, Ventriloquist. Yeah, they, they don't like him <laughs> at all. They're not appreciative of his help at all. Here's what's interesting. I want to talk about, about the about villains aren't appreciative. 
They're not appreciative, no. Yeah, yeah. But Steve, I want to talk about some of those villains. So Harley Quinn we've seen before already, and she's not much of a revamp. They pretty much uh-huh. just kept her the same. The Ventriloquist and Scarface, we've already talked about their revamp in the episode Double Talk. But we have yet to see the Mad Hatter at yeah. all in this revamp and the Riddler as well. Steve, what do you feel about the Mad Hatter? And then let's go to the Riddler next. Um, I thought the Mad Hatter was fine. It, he he looked pretty different. It looked like much more like a character out of um, an anime. Not an anime. I guess I just uh, I'd have to compare the two. But I felt like he looked more like from uh, Alice in Wonderland than he did he before. Did. I thought he had a little like kind of like a little anime feel to him. Um, but uh, he he looked out of place. He did not. He does for me. He does not match up with the rest he was of very the. Gray. Yeah, it's kind of it's odd. He doesn't match up with everyone else on the couch. Now the Riddler also revamped. This is our first time seeing the Riddler. Um, what do you think about the Riddler? I mean, he's essentially Jim Carrey's Riddler from Batman Forever. He's wearing pajamas. Yeah, I don't know. Pretty lame. He's just in pajamas. He's in P- he's in PJs. Mm-hmm. I agree. The giant question mark. It's 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 an odd. There's some really odd revamps where it's like some odd I, choices. I kind of I appreciated the suit, the green suit of the Riddler more, you know, and I appreciated the Mad Hatter's kind of overcoat, his blue overcoat and black top hat, not this like super overstylized look with these like you know hard angles on his face. I, I like how Gordon basically gets fired. They're, they, well, here, you know, yeah, they're let like, me you know, we, let me do the way, let me do the, let me do it, let me do a segue. Well, okay. speaking of villains. We get actually our new revamp of Bane. Steve, what do you think? Uh, now you can say your thing. Uh, oh, that was before he get goes hires Bane. No, right? I didn't matter. You don't have to say Gordon goes against Bane. Uh, uh, so Steve, how does Gordon get? Why, okay, Steve, just I'm tell so me confused. all about Bane. Tell me everything. How does it happen? <laughs> <laughs> what happens? Oh my God! I, what? Uh, I, you know, I thought Bane. Bane, pretty much, he's just bigger. I thought, right? Isn't he, is he yeah, he's got like or... more spikes on him. I think his face is a little less, lu- his mask is less luchadory. Yeah, it is less, less luchadory. But yeah. um, I like. I was gonna say before that uh, I liked how Gordon basically gets fired for uh, being a shitty police detective. They're, they're questioning bullshit. him now. It's okay, so funny. the other thing is, the mayor shows up, right? And the mayor's all like revamped a little bit too. He's like thinner as well, and he's like all understanding about Gordon, right? He's like, he says something along the lines of Gordon, like, uh, oh, yeah, I understand, Gordon, what you're going through. If my son Jordan, if this had happened, it's like, step the fuck back, Mayor. Your son Jordan is a piece of shit, all right? He's a nepotistic little piece of shit, and there's no way in hell Jordan should ever be considered or, or compared to Barbara Gordon in your eyes. He is nowhere near the person Barbara Gordon is. She is someone that Batman doesn't even look down to. He looks sideways, right? She's a she's a partner to him. Robin, any form of Robin, is never a partner, really. A Batman. Oh, Robin's his partner. He's just yeah. like a partner. Yeah. Batman doesn't treat Dick Grayson like a partner. Batman He's doesn't like a treat partner Drake tra- like a partner. I don't think. I think he treats Barbara the same way he treats Robin. He has her training. No. He's nice to Barbara. We've talked about this. When he goes to Robin, he's like, Robin, you suck. Step it up. He goes to Barbara, he goes, nice, looking good. Like, he, he's very cool with Barbara. All right. He's always been cool with Barbara. 
But Bane, you know, comes Bane in fucks some because shit up. obviously Gordon like this- breaks him out of jail. How does he get Bane out of prison? Well, he's basically I I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I think can, that can the commissioner just be like you're he's you're like, out fuck now. it. I'm <laughs> I'm about to lose my job. I'm gonna go hire this guy. I would have loved to have seen a whole act about how Gordon got Bane out of jail. You know, I mean, there there's two episodes here. This is an episode over the edge. By the way, I feel like they could have gone two parts with. Uh huh. They did a good job of like doing the flash forward and making you like. I don't know for how long you would want it to be it's like the a dream. Super dream. Yeah, yeah, the dream you can only do like a dream in one part, right? Yeah, I, I would get think that. it would be kind of. Uh, yeah. But like you know, if they they maybe could have done it more of an actual episode of just him revealing it. But uh, yeah, I thought this was a pretty good episode though, in terms of just uh, showing someone's fear of what things would be and all that fun stuff. Absolutely, yeah, it was really good. It was great that they took a character like Barbara, did the classic comic book thing of fridging her, right? Giving, giving her death the meaning that the all the male characters need for the rest of the story. But in the end, it wasn't about that. I guess in the end, it was more about her perception of her guilt that she has from the idea of holding back a major truth in a secret from her father. It's weird that she projects it through all these other men feeling bad for her. Well, <laughs> but like, the one that's what it is. The one that makes sense the most is her father, and I guess Batman. Yeah. But like she looks at and the way that that Gordon is this badass in this dream, you know, it, you can see it's coming from her perspective because she she believes that her dad could take on Batman and come in yep. with all these bazookas. And, but you know, you, you know. make a good point, Steve. So if 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 the perspective should have been maybe more Gordon-based, Bloodline, right? Barbara, uh, Jim. Then wouldn't it have been a more interesting episode if the whole episode was only from Jim's perspective and you understood everything only from his perspective and Batman was always this villain he was chasing? You never got the the Batman scenes. You only got the Jim scenes. You know what I mean? Like oh, You never sure. saw Batman I, doing I would think that work. could be – an interesting episode just in general doing a Gotham Central episode and yeah, kind of showing absolutely. the the limited interaction that they have with Bat- with uh, Batman and how uh, much they they have to deduce what Batman's doing and what that means for them and what they need to yeah. do or how they need to follow along or they're like shit all, we're hearing all this stuff's going down in the narrows and they're like okay go to the narrows and then like they're like wait wait that sounds like a trick. No, go go to actually Wayne Tower. That's where the fucking, you know, subway's going with the fucking water microwave emitter that's going to explode all of Gotham uh-huh. City. You know, and that's what Gordon does in, in Batman Begins with, with Bruce Wayne, Batman, instead of all the other cops that are stuck on the Narrows Island, right? Uh-huh. It's great. Batman Begins is the best. <laughs> what would you give this episode, by the way? Uh, I'd give this, like, uh... Four out of five. I give it five out of five boys. Um, even though I don't care for the fact that it's Barbara's perspective of her death and then all these men and how they must deal with it. Uh. I like I like the the ending to it a lot. I love the simpleness of the father daughter conversation. I love the slight animation in the wink. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're not paying attention, you don't even notice he winks. It's not a close-up on his eyes. It's a wide shot, and he winks in the wide. Uh-huh. If you you know, if you understand 
the character of Barbara that we have been following since Heart of Steel Part 1 all the way to this moment, it is an incredible arc for her character. She's She is not Batman. And that's the best fucking part about Batgirl. She uh, is not Batman. Robin she wants is to Robin. Robin is three Robins. Robin is Robin this Robin. Robin's that Robin. Robin's that Robin. Who gives a fuck? It's Robin. It's a title. Right? It's a title. It's a, it, 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 you, you pass it on, the mantle. But Batgirl distinguishes herself from Batman. And what's great even, as I was saying earlier, Batman sees her more as a partner, even Robin less as a partner than he does see Batgirl. He sees Batgirl way more as a partner. Is when Batgirl looks at him and goes, I gotta tell my daddy. Batman's all like, go get it, kid. Like, he's like all for it. Like, he's like, I completely understand. Well, he just has respect for Gordon. Oh, I think he has respect for Gordon's. You know, I think that he knows that she's going to, that he's not going to react the way that she fears it. No, that's true, but but if Tim were to have gone up to Batman and been like, I'm going to go tell my dead daddy, you know, go tell his grave about uh-huh. me being Robin, Batman would be like, don't you fucking dare go to that cemetery. You're not allowed out of this house, Tim. Now get back in your room and close the door and do some more push-ups. Like, it's a different world for Batgirl Boy, versus Robin. I, I don't it's, see it that bad, but it's all right. It's bad, all right. Steve. All well, right, and as long as Alfred is actually alive, which is the truth now, because he wasn't arrested like we hoped, <laughs> it's still very bad for Tim. Great bad stuff. Great bad stuff, Steve. Hey, Cool Boy Nation, tune in next week for episode one hundo of Batman and Beyond. It's a big one. It's a big one. It's probably the most controversial episode. Of a Batman cartoon ever, divisive. and it just so happens to land on our hundredth episode. Most divisive. Cool boy, Bat Nation. Be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of over the edge, or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at Batman and Beyond Coolboys at gmail.com. New episodes come out every Tuesday. Also, check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with the Cool Boys podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Cool Boys and review us on iTunes. Also, donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck and you will receive special access to content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Thank you for listening. Stay over the edge, Cool Boy Bat Nation. Until next time, it's Bizies from Commissioner James Gordon Ballard. And it's Bizies from Nightwing Steve. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. I'm so over this shit. So cool. Batman. And beyond. Oh yeah. Batman. And beyond. Ah.